Hello, and welcome to the first episode of The Littlest Podcast, a podcast about the littlest hobo. I am your host, Stefan, and I'm joined today by your co-host, Katie. Hello! <laughs> this being the first episode, I think we should probably talk about exactly what we're going to be doing. Probably a good plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this podcast is going to be Katie and myself watching every single episode of The Littlest Hobo and talking about them one by one. Now, what is The Littlest Hobo? Uh, the Littlest Hobo is a Canadian television series based upon a 1958 American film of the same name. The series first aired from 1963 to 1965 in syndication and was revived for a popular second run on CTV, spanning six seasons from October 11th, 1979 to March 7th, 1985. The concept of the show was that of an ownerless dog. We should clarify that we're going to be talking about the show that ran from 1979 to 1985 and not the original Littlest Hobo, which uh, was in black and white. Um, so we're just going to be talking about the one in color that aired primarily in our home country of Canada. Yay! <laughs> yeah. So every week we're going to watch another episode of The Littlest Hobo and we're going to talk about it. And uh, we're probably going to make fun of it a little bit because as great as The Littlest Hobo is, it is not by all... Uh, it, not what I thought. <laughs> yeah. Not what I remembered at all. <laughs> yeah. I guess maybe we should talk about that before we launch into... The actual episode. Uh, what are your memories of The Littlest Hobo, Katie? My memories of The Littlest Hobo are a German Shepherd dog who, in my mind, saved kids from wells. Mm. Fairly certain that never happens, although having seen a few episodes, very possible. And he rides the rails. Yeah, that's like that's that's my memory, too. Um, I have a very distinct memory of watching The Littlest Hobo jump on and off a train that's about all I can remember. I think I watched a whole episode when I was like nine. Um, and I'm much older than nine now. So I don't remember what the episode was and what happened. So I'm going into this completely blind. I have uh, I have no idea what to expect. So uh, what Katie and I have both done is we have watched the first episode of The Littlest Hobo. Season one, episode one, Smoke is what it's called. And I'm going to read you a quick synopsis so we can set the scene. Hobo arrives in a small country town hit by a forest fire where he helps rescue animals from a blaze and befriends forest ranger Ray Caldwell. Katie, <laughs> you've seen this episode. I sure have. Twice. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Uh, my first thought is, so disappointed, he doesn't show up on a train. <laughs> what the heck? Setting the bar low. Right? So sad. Um, yeah, so he doesn't show up on a train. That was really disappointing. Then he saves some cubs. Right. They looked like cheetahs. I know they were not <laughs> <Yeah>. cheetahs. <laughs> well, they. I get, we should probably. I think what we should do is is just go through the episode step by step. And, and a lot happened. Yeah, a lot <laughs> happens in the twenty three minutes that this episode is. It's, I think it's about that long. Um, by the way, if you're looking to watch any of these episodes, they are all up on YouTube. Um, some kind. Man or Woman has uploaded all of them, um, along with a bunch of Formula One videos. So it makes for a very strange channel. Interesting Venn diagram of the... <laughs> Formula One and the Littlest Hobo. <laughs> yeah, neither of them are on a train. Honestly, after these three episodes, wouldn't be surprised if there's a Formula One episode. Yeah. Yeah. He's a race car driver. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's done it before. Car. Absolutely. Got a little helmet, little goggles. So the episode uh, is called Smoke, and it 
has a very hard opening of just a big, huge <laughs> forest fire. <laughs> yep. So we get a shot of a forest fire. Things are going nuts. There's men digging trenches. Um, and the smoke machine they've got on set oh, is doing beautiful. overtime. Just, yeah. There's got to be more than one. Oh, They're yeah. Just... It's like an army of them. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's super smoky. Sh- right out of the forest fire shows up the littlest hobo <laughs> with uh, what we know later is a mountain lion cub in its in his mouth but at the time to me just it looked like a cheetah it looked right? like a like a <laughs> leopard all of a sudden like they're just starting hard just going straight yeah. for it yeah it is also clearly a stuffed animal 100 percent. yeah yeah <laughs> um so the littlest hobo shows up with a stuffed animal in his mouth he runs over to uh who we are going to know as a uh, ray caldwell who's a forest ranger and he drops off the stuffed animal, and in the next shot, the stuffed animal has become a real live uh, mountain lion cub. <laughs> it's a real boy. <laughs> it's a very Pinocchio moment. <laughs> and uh, so the hobo drops it off. Ray uh, is pretty surprised. You know, he's like, "Where did you come from?" <laughs> and then the hobo immediately turns around, runs back into the forest. It's kind of dog he is. <laughs> yeah, he's right back in there. Um, and Ray has his first great line of the show, and it is, "Hey, come back here." <laughs> hey, come back here. And he delivers it with about the same amount of gusto. It's a very weak cry. I feel like emotions, weak emotions is a theme throughout this whole episode. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to it later, but yeah. <laughs> How would you describe Ray, our forest ranger? <laughs> ranger Dan. Uh, I would describe him uh, as a little bit, he's try, He's going for the stoic kind of vibe I get, but he is definitely a little bit more like... Kirk and Star Trek. That's exactly what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> right. All I could think of was Shatner. <laughs> just the way he delivered those lines. It was just a beautiful, weird inflection. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's like a stoic Kirk. Yeah. Yeah. Just, he's trying to be the hero and the leader, you know? He's the good man. <laughs> he is. He's a good man in a bad situation. Yeah. You know, all the people around him are just messing him up. <laughs> yep. So the little Sobel runs back into the forest. And uh, this is one of my favorite shots of the entire show. It happens like a minute and a half in. The littlest hobo runs into like, it's just kind of this high angle shot looking down. And the hobo grabs a, a stuffed animal off the forest floor. And he turns and it like, he has barely stepped out of where he was. Like it's not even a second. And this huge flaming branch hits immediately <laughs> where he was. <laughs> so much peril. <laughs> so much peril. The dog, like... Uh, firstly i want to know i know the dog's very well trained there's there's three or four dogs they use in this show right Mm -hmm. they they call them london in the credits but um i have them written down somewhere here i'll find them i'm sure (laughs) um but there's three or four well-trained dogs but that branch he is still in the shot when that branch falls right where he was and it's not a small branch so i want to know who's the poor stagehand (laughs) standing there with a flaming branch in his hand like (laughs) can i drop it can i drop it now now boss 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 like it's, it's just, going it's yeah. going <laughs> it's it's absolutely incredible it's and i think this is something that's going to come up it's going to be a reoccurring theme and i apologize if you are a big fan of Lilith tobo <laughs> and, and we are poking holes in it making fun of it but there is no small amount of animal abuse in this oh, show it is just, we haven't even gotten to the best bit in this episode no like <laughs> this is one of those things where you can you could argue, okay, it's not really animal abuse. You know, the dog's well-trained. That giant flaming log, you know, was never going to hit him. Uh, you know, and, and and sure, you could make that argument, but there is some stuff later in this show. 
that a hundred percent is gonna that fall into <laughs> animal abuse, and and we're gonna have to talk <laughs> about it. Oh, just they were a different time. It, it was, was a, a different time. Nineteen seventy nine. Just you know, <laughs> nobody was advocating on that dog's behalf. <laughs> So Hobo comes back. He brings a second stuffed animal, which also turns into a, a mountain lion cub. Yep. Uh, Ray takes the cubs and the hobo and... He just pieces out. Yeah. He's like, they're fighting a forest fire. And he's like, gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> see, you, see you later. I think he, he talks to a guy. He's like, keep yeah. it going, Charlie, as if Charlie is doing anything else. Like, Charlie's digging a trench. And yeah, he gets in his nice, uh, his nice truck and uh, they go to the vet's office. We get our second full scene. Uh, it's Ray. He goes and meets the vet. Do you know what the vet's name is? Her name was Susan. Was it Susan? It was Susan. Okay. <laughs> I just, I, you don't find out till like the end of the episode. I was like, are they gonna give her a name? Like the only woman in this whole episode. She got a name. Oh, she's yeah. not the only one. Oh, there's the other, two. That's right. Yes. Grieving mother is Grieving, the other one. Yes. Spoiler. <laughs> so. Grieving mother who could only be soothed over by flowers. <laughs> also, I just want to say, I thought this show was set in Canada. There's a U.S. flag in front of that vet's office. Is there? Yes. They very briefly show. It just as the camera like zooms in, there's a little U.S. flag flying at wow. the top. Wow. I know. I was like, you're just shattering my illusions. Oh, no. Good <laughs> like, eye. I did not notice that. Where, where do you think they shot that then? Like Wisconsin? It, like Milwaukee? I feel like it's definitely shot in Canada. Right. I feel like they just threw a U.S. flag in there. Because, you know, just in case oh, Americans were watching. syndicated, yeah. You know. In case Fox picks it up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know how they do that kind of like, we'll pretend it's in not Canada, but it's Canada. It's Canada, 100%. <laughs> yeah. So, sorry, derailed. No, that's all right. <laughs> uh, so they get to the vet's office. Ray explains how uh, the littlest towboat has shown up. And um, I guess we should mention that it seems to be a recurring theme that the littlest towboat gets a different name in every episode. Somebody names him something. Yep, seems um, to be. We'll generally just, I think, call him the littlest hobo. Hobo. Or hobo. Uh, But Ray calls him Smoke because uh, that's how he (laughs) appeared, out of a cloud of smoke. (laughs) Just a terrible way to name an animal, but sure. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Why not call him Fire or (laughs) Flaming Log? Blaze. Blaze would be, you know, cool guy from the 80s. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, and then no no sooner do we, we meet the vet than they have to leave because Ray gets a call from... I think her name is Mrs. Phoebe. Um, I'm going to swear and say I called her the old bitch in my notes. Oh, no. <laughs> she <Yeah>. seemed awful. <laughs> she was she, terrible. She's definitely got some like Wicked Witch-esque. Yes. Yeah. Yes. She's definitely She's got a bicycle and, yeah. and a, with a basket. House is going to fall on her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> then it's going to catch fire. So we go over to Miss Phoebe's house for uh, Ray's got a find a wild animal there's a monster under that porch there is <laughs> and that monster is one very small skunk yeah just just chill skunk yep just doing his thing just yep and <laughs> so ray uh scoops up the skunk and throws it in his truck and uh then the list hobo viciously attacks Mrs. <laughs> oh stop that go away do you hear me go away What's going on? I mean, really, her re- her response to that was just, your dog attacked me. Yeah, yeah, I have it here. Your dog turned <laughs> on me. me. <laughs> yeah. So just... Lilith Tovo grabs Mrs. Phoebe's sleeve, pulls her away from what we find out is a, a large Vision? animal trap, like almost a bear trap. It's definitely a bear trap. It was going to take your leg off. If you stepped yeah. in that thing, your leg was gone. She was like <laughs> six inches from stepping in a bear trap, which she set. 
I got that impression, yes, because she, she just buys it from what's his name at the store, Rooker. <laughs> yeah. who we'll meet, we'll meet momentarily. <laughs> so she set this bear trap. She forgot about it, and then she was gonna step in it. So little Tobo saves her. So he's saved two cubs. We should keep a, a oh, tally. Yes. He saved two cubs, and now uh, Mrs. Five A, Five E, and. Uh, so Ray asks her where that trap came from, and we learn that it comes from uh, Rooker. Is the name Cal Rooker is the name of the man who's selling the traps. Such a hardware store owner name. Yeah, perfect. Cal Rooker. So Ray decides to go visit Cal Rooker so they can talk about these traps. And isn't the first shot when they go to the hardware store a big box of rat kill? Yes. It is a <laughs> Just to big... really set up what kind of guy this is. Yep, exactly. <laughs> we go to Rooker's Feeding Grain and yeah, the first shot of Rooker's Feeding Grain is a big box of rat poison. Yep. Rat kill specifically. Rat kill. <laughs> of course, everyone has a box of that. I was like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> Might make a good band name. <laughs> That's true. Rat kill. Yep. Rooker's Rat Kill. Rooker and, and the rat kills. kills. Oh, <laughs> Rooker and the rat, rat kills. kills. Right. Okay. okay. All right. So, side project. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Littlest podcast and, and uh, Rooker and the rat, rat kills. kills. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like every episode we should come up with a band name. Yep. I think we could do that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, yes, we're at Rooker's Feeding Grain and uh, right on the front porch, and I, I did enjoy this, there's a, a pie plate. Right? A pie plate full of uh, ground beef, I'm assuming. Just raw ground beef. Raw ground yeah. beef, which presumably has rat kill in it. Yep. And Hobo flips the bitch. <laughs> He's like, nah. <laughs> yeah. Hobo knows it's poison, and he he flips it over, and it <laughs> lands on the deck, and that is that. It's safe forever now. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. No one can get into that now. No no animal or man or small child <laughs> will ever eat that poison. <laughs> not not a chance. Well, it touched nope. the ground. Oh, gross. Five-second rule is way gone. Yeah. It's long I mean, gone. Raw beef on a pl- <laughs> pie plate on your front deck, that's one thing. Raw beef on a pie plate on the ground. Yeah, gross. That's where I draw the line. Unacceptable. Yeah. <laughs> so... Ray shows up and immediately gets into an argument about uh, selling these traps. And I, we should mention that the Rooker has, there are going to be people in this show that have Canadian accents. It's oh, a Canadian yes. show. Yep. Rooker probably has the best just Canadian a, accent. I'm not even going to try it, but it is just what you picture. It's, ex- <laughs> I, I wonder, I can Play a clip. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> just lay some of these out in their barn, sprinkle some of this poison around the feed bins. Now, this stuff will work on varmints a lot bigger than rats, you know. Uh-huh. Ray's trying to explain to Rooker that the animals, the town's getting overrun with animals. Rooker's making a killing by selling <laughs> these traps and this Very poison nice. because the forest fire has forced all the animals into the town. The animals are hungry. They're thirsty. They need a home. And uh, Ray says t- about the animals that they didn't start the fire. <laughs> and- <laughs> Did your mind go to we didn't start the fire? Because oh, that's where mine Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly where it went. Yeah. yeah, and this is where they really started getting into the preachy section mm. of Littlest Hobo. You could kind of feel it ramping up, you know? Yeah, They that's have a right. message. They have a message, and it's killing animals <laughs> is wrong. bad. But they have to kill animals because um, Rooker says people can't even turn their children loose in their own yards anymore. <laughs> and I thought that was a great image. <laughs> it really is. You can't even kill you. <laughs> You can't even turn them loose. <laughs> Just, here you go, kids. <laughs> Got to keep them in cages. <laughs> right. <laughs> keep them, the kids in the cages away that's, from the animals. That's what the pie plate with the meat is for. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. 
they're they're about to fight. Like they're oh, they are. Rooker they're going to tussle. Rock, Rooker <laughs> and Ray are going to fight. But we're stopped by what I can only assume is a pre-canned sound effect of a mountain lion. It definitely sounded just like something you could find on the internet. Yeah, <laughs> just. <laughs> and then I was really shocked because they cut to a shot of a mountain lion, and I thought it was stock footage. But it's not. I was going to say, for a second, I was really concerned. Did they really find a mountain lion in a trap? It definitely looked, like, painful. (laughs) It's on the mountain lion. Like, it's not. I guess we're back into the animal (laughs) abuse part. Like, I don't know. Like, a mountain lion is a big cat. Like, they weigh. What do you think a mountain lion weighs? It's got to be 300 pounds. At least, yeah. All muscle. They're a large animal. Yeah. There's no way you could gently put a trap on a mountain lion and get it no. to freak out the way this mountain lion freaks out. That's definitely an angry mountain lion. That yes. is not a trained mountain lion. No. <laughs> it is train not, a mountain lion? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, that is an angry cat. Yeah, so <laughs> they hear the mountain lion. Rooker and Ray leave the shop. They go out, and there's a mountain lion just laying in the back with a, a trap on its paw. And this is this is a really good part because... If these are shot in 79, 78, <laughs> thereabouts, and we get that 78, 79 score uh, where the horns come up. Yes. And then you get the Beautiful. danger, I like to call it danger <laughs> disco, <laughs> where that little flang guitar, the horns come in, and you're like, yeah, all right, things are going down. Right, things are going to happen. Yeah. So the danger music comes up, danger disco. Rooker gets a rifle, and he's going to shoot the mountain lion. Yeah. And Ray. Ray's already out there. He's yeah. he's getting his cat whisperer on. He's <laughs> gonna try and talk to this mountain lion and, and calm just, it down. Is he just gonna pull that trap off? Like, what know. was his plan? I <laughs> I don't think anyone, but but Ray knows. Yeah, just what was he actually gonna do? <laughs> so Rooker uh, Rooker Ratkill has got the gun, <laughs> and he's gonna shoot the mountain lion. Yep. But he's stopped by the heroic littlest hobo. Just jumping in. <laughs> he jumps on Rooker's back and he knocks him to the dirt and the gun goes flying. And then we have what is perhaps the most one-sided fight in the history of Canadian cinema in which Rooker, he almost doesn't even fight. He just kind of like... There's no energy behind any of that. Like Ray pushes Rooker into... Oh, into the truck or something? No, he pushes him into big, big uh, sacks of... Yes. barley or maybe <laughs> rat kill i don't know sacks of rat, rat kill, kill. yeah definitely. but it's such a bad fight overall and ray wins it hands down of course he's, points, the, he's, he's the, the ranger ranger yeah <laughs> um even though we don't know if he has the authority to shut stuff down he says he's going to be back he's going to go take this mountain lion <laughs> that rooker has mangled with this trap and get it some help we cut to the vet's office <laughs> but the real question i have here is how did he get that cat into the right? truck right <laughs> So many questions. So many. Like, did he just pick it up? Like, just this angry cat? <laughs> did he? I want to believe he did. And I want to believe <laughs> he did it, like, right straight overhead, like a military press. <laughs> like, he literally just picked the thing up over his head, like like Hercules, <laughs> and, like, one step at a time, walked over to the truck and gently put it into the back. <laughs> just a beautiful sight. Everyone yeah. stood around in awe. Just the mountain watched. lion's purring. <laughs> <laughs> It's great. Absolutely. That's you know? definitely what happened 100%. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we, we go back to the vet's office. Uh, what did we say the vet's name was? Her name is Susan. Susan. Okay. Yes. Susan's it's my mission to find all the female characters, figure out their names. Okay. So Susan <laughs> is the vet. She's um, 
She's a good-looking woman, yep, I guess, for like the 70s, 70s. Got that 70s hair. Just that like bob, but like mm. lots of volume. Lots of volume. Lots of volume. Very dark hair. And she says, this mountain lion could be the mother to the cubs, right? It's possible. Yep. She's given birth, you know, presumably. Um, so we've kind of wrapped that up fairly yep. fairly well, yeah, I think. Right. Done and done. Yep. yep, that's right. We saved three animals <laughs> from this forest fire. Job <laughs> here is done. Forest yep. ranger grants approved for the next 10 years. <laughs> And then uh, Ray vows again he's gonna he's gonna shut down Rooker and all that rat kill and <laughs> traps. Yeah, just shut, shut down the whole store. Is that his plan? I, is he gonna burn it? Do you think? <laughs> Secretly, well, he's a firebug. He's gonna start he the fire. That fire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the twist. We get this. This is like this is just a small scene. It's a quick cutaway, yeah. and we go right back to Rooker's feeding grain. And we're going to meet little Davey now. Uh, little Davey. Little Davey. What a idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Can we swear on this? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just did. <laughs> so little Davey, who's got to be three? Four? Uh, three, three. I'm going to say two or three. He can't really talk much. No, he, he can toddle around. He toddles. He's definitely a toddler. Yeah. Like He's old enough to be left alone. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. But So Davey... Um, Davey is with his dad. His dad is talking to Rooker, and uh, Rooker, the salesman, just—he's just, he's just <laughs> he keeps, <laughs> he's got a busy day. Like, yeah. not twenty minutes ago, I'm sure he was in a fist fight next to a mountain lion, <laughs> and now he's like, "How about some rat kill?" <laughs> Which, that's exactly what he does because this gentleman <laughs> with his kid are leaving the store. The gentleman says, "You know, well, these traps, I can't even—I'm losing money because these coyotes are eating my chickens." I think. I think that is definitely what he says. Yeah. Yep. And uh, Rooker says something along the lines of, why don't you come on back into the shop and let me sell you some rat poison? I think that's pretty much word for word. Exactly the, what he says. And the father <laughs> says, okay, Davey, you stay here. Right? He's a terrible parent. Yes. <laughs> so the father leaves Davey on the front porch of the feeding grain. And sorry, I'm just going to say, they've just been complaining about not being able to let their children loose in the front yards. And he leaves a two-year-old, yeah. three-year-old, just loose hanging out. Loose in the out. front yard. <laughs> exactly. And, I mean, <laughs> and you got to wonder, because Rooker just saw a mountain lion. <laughs> right. Like, like a half ten, hour ago. Like, ten feet from his store. <laughs> Don't worry, your kid's fine. <laughs> He's good. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> they leave little Davy out there. And what does Davy do but wander right over to the rat poison and beef how appetizing how yeah. can you resist and immediately eats it <laughs> just sticks his fingers in there and well. like he takes a good chunk right. like it's he's not delicate he what have they been doing to this kid yeah. like what is his home life yeah, like that's right. <laughs> <laughs> just he sees some food and he's so hungry he's so he's, hungry he's it's probably eat. hot and like right. oh. well, he's been kept in a cage for so long <laughs> that's right you can't let him loose right <laughs> freedom so davy goes over and eats some some meat and Ray shows back up with the littlest hobo, and the littlest hobo goes over and picks up the pie plate that the meat used to be on and takes <laughs> it to Ray. And at that moment, uh, Rooker and the father come out. Rooker says something to Ray along the lines of, you're back again, how yeah. dare you? And Ray asks him, what you, What was in this? What was in First this pie plate? First, he smell it? Yeah, he licks it a little <laughs> bit. Yeah, he puts a little bit, he smells <laughs> it real good. I think he might touch it to his lips. Such a detective, um, that one. And uh, he says, you know, what was in this pie plate? Rooker, to his credit, immediately <laughs> knows what's happened. Like, yeah. 
<laughs> he does fess up right away. Yeah. <laughs> the father goes over to Davy and, and says, what's this all over your mouth? <laughs> and Rooker says, that, there was rat poison in there. <laughs> oh, no. Ow. <laughs> so the father and Davy and Ray and the hobo all hop back in the truck and they, um, they go to the vets because as we learn from Rooker, the doctor is not in town. He's just issue number one. No yeah. doctor. No doctor. There's no doctor in the town. This town is small enough. It only has one doctor and no backup if he goes. Right. So, so that's it. That's all. You're screwed. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, so they take little Davy back to the vets. Yep. Susan, and, next best uh, thing. Davy's mom shows up. Uh, she's got a lot of volume as well. Yes, um, definitely. Yeah. And just the, pl- I noted that both her and her husband are wearing the stereotypical plaid outfit right. of the Canadian. Yes, Lots that is. plaid going on. It's our uniform. <laughs> right. It's what we all wear. Right? Plaid or the Canadian tuxedo. One yeah, or the other. That's right. <laughs> uh, Davey is quite ill. He's he's not doing so well. I think he's lost consciousness at this point. I think, yes, in the truck they mentioned that he's losing consciousness. Right. As he just flops around. Yeah. So Ray, <laughs> Ray talks to the doctor on the phone. Doctor can't make it in town because the only bridge into town has <laughs> has burned burned with the forest fires. Issue so number two. <laughs> issue number two. Doc can't get back into town. So Ray says we have a, a, a like a water bomber plane, like a. Oh yes, yeah. They're gonna go take the plane that's fighting the forest fire. Yes. <laughs> and they're going to scoop up the doctor, so the doctor can cure Davy. And also, Ray can fly a plane as well. Yes. There's nothing this man can't do. Absolutely nothing. (laughs) He's just such a superhero. Yeah. (laughs) Bench pressing mountain lions and flying planes. planes. Yep. Got to do what I got to do. It immediately (laughs) smash cuts to a tight shot of the littlest hobo in a plane. Dog in a plane. Just sitting in the co-pilot seat. Yeah. He's he's checking the monitor. He's he's making sure their altitude is good. You know, cloud cover (laughs) is not too heavy. You know, keeping uh, an eye on things. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's a dog in a plane, and they land, and uh, very quickly they pick up the doctor. Everything is going very well, um, almost too well, I would say. Yep, yeah. Um, it feels like there's got to be a third thing that's going to go right, wrong. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so the doctor's got his medicine bag, and then we cut back to Davy real quick just to check up on them. <laughs> and Davy's burning up. He's real <laughs> not doing <hot>. well. <laughs> He's real sweaty. Um, he's a sweaty child <laughs> actor. Do you think maybe they did a casting call where like? They had like 30 toddlers in those jumpsuits <laughs> in like a room that was like 52 degrees. And they were just like, okay, which kid looks the best, the sweatiest? Like, that <laughs> sweaty kid. And you. <laughs> yeah, you look good. <laughs> okay, you're Davy. The rest of you guys, get out of here. Right. You're hired. <laughs> yeah. Is this the scene where he brings the flowers, Rooker? No, not um, yet. Uh, that's a good but, scene. <laughs> but Davy's parents are not happy with Rooker. And they both say... At least once a piece. If anything happens to Davy, I'll never forgive you. <laughs> and to Rooker's credit, like he, he's probably the only character that has any kind of development. Like it's true, he has a little arc going on he there. Does. You know, <laughs> he's rat poison Rooker, and then he he feels really bad he about d- what's happened. You can see some genuine sadness and guilt in his eyes. Yeah, yep. his mustache droops just a little more. <laughs> right, just a little sad. <laughs> so we we're back in the plane. And uh, wouldn't you know it, a thunderstorm has of happened. Of course, of course. Hasn't been like a cloud in the sky yeah. before this, but now a storm. And we get All a right. stock uh, stock <laughs> thunderstorm effect. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard it, I think, a thousand times. I think I recognize it from Young Frankenstein. It's the uh, yes. It's like the typical yeah. thunder roll, and they realize they can't land. They can't even see the landing strip, so they're going to have to land in another town that's about 10 kilometers away. And by then, Davy, 
Davy will be all burned up. He's he, not going to make it. So yeah. Forest Ranger Ray asks the doc if he can fly a plane, and the doc says, nope. <laughs> why could, Why? Why would he be able to fly a plane? No, but okay. <laughs> doctor says, no, I, I, I can't fly a plane. And Ray says, well, that's too bad because I could parachute out because Ray also was real good on <laughs> He's a, a parachute. He's a paratrooper. Yeah, they're a paratrooper. <laughs> um, he could, I could parachute out, um, and then you could land the plane. And the littlest hobo walks over to the parachute. And <laughs> he's like, I got this. And this is the part where I was like, what is going on? <laughs> they're, they're not going to do what I think they're going to do. Yes, they are. And they did. <laughs> so we cut to the littlest hobo in a parachute. <laughs> and uh, we have a shot of uh, Ray and the littlest hobo kind of sitting dangerously close, <laughs> so close. to the edge of the plane. <laughs> Uh, the doors are open. The little hobo looks like he's going to jump. Yep. And Ray has probably the two best lines, <laughs> almost back to back. Do you know what they are? Do you know what I'm gonna... I don't remember exactly okay. what they are, so please tell me. <laughs> so the first one is, you know, boy, I could swear you've done this before. You know, boy, I could swear you've done this before. Oh, yeah. Uh, so many questions. So Liz Tobo, he's got a thousand jumps under his belt. Right. He's like a experienced professional. Yeah. You know, he could have landed that plane. Absolutely. He's yeah. like, I felt like jumping. So the littlest hobo uh, jumps out of the plane. I do remember this next line. Okay. And it's... this is the best line, and I'm definitely going to put it in here, but we're, I'm also going to say it. And it's uh, Ray, he waits probably about three full seconds, yep. and he leans in and goes... Good luck, smoke. Good luck, smoke. And it's so <laughs> almost romantic. I was going to say, there was definitely like a little tension there, you yeah. know? Like a little, like, ooh. <laughs> little careless whispers. Uh, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's a thing that happened. If you didn't know smoke was a dog, you'd be like, yeah. oh, who's smoke? Wow, like, why does right. he, he loves him so ooh, much. over Susan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is probably... 30 seconds, but also 18 <laughs> shots of the littlest hobo jumping out of a plane. <laughs> the first shot is, well, I'm I'm assuming, and you may correct me on this, it's hard to tell because of the film quality. I'm assuming it's a dummy. It's got to be a dummy dog they are literally throwing out of the plane. I really hope so. Because <laughs> it, like the parachute opens immediately. Right? Also, who opened that parachute? But anyways. <laughs> yeah. So it's a shot, a wide shot of the plane taken from another plane um and the little hobo jumps out i'm pretty sure it's a dummy yep the parachute opens immediately did you notice the film quality changes yes very like just for that one like there's a scene. shot of the littlest hobo and uh i don't know how we're going to describe this but it's it's pretty clear to me that they've taken the vest the parachute vest and suspended it from like a beam and they've just put the hobo in it he looks like a like a four-year-old stuffed into like oh yes a baby Bjorn or whatever he looks they're like called. He's in one of those yeah. um, jolly jumpers. <laughs> yeah. Like he's like he's all flopped over and they're just like moving the lines <laughs> back and forth. He looks very uncomfortable. Um, but they cut away to it twice <laughs> and then they do probably not the smoothest landing for uh, a dog. And nope. now we're back into and he somehow undoes himself from said harness. Right, but he, he lands really <laughs> hard. Like, oh yeah, that was he lands broken he, a leg. his legs. <laughs> buckle like they, they just must, dropped they dropped him from six feet like <laughs> yeah and he's not a cat you know yeah. like he it's a harsh landing it, for the littlest oh, hobo yeah it's but brutal <laughs> he he's okay he yep. unbuckles himself somehow yeah just uh, no. leaves the vest behind 
and immediately turns on his internal dog compass. He knows where he's going. Yeah, he knows exactly <laughs> where to go. Also, this whole sequence reminded me of Fast and Furious. Okay. Like, I was like, this is that level of insane. Like, <laughs> they need to put this in the next movie. <laughs> next time it's going to be the littlest hobo in a car. <laughs> yes. As the car shoots With Vin Diesel and The with Rock. With Vin Diesel, that's right. <laughs> I wouldn't even put it past I'd, I'd go to that movie twice. <laughs> Absolutely. All my money. Yeah. Take all of it. <laughs> A little told, but we get a couple of shots of him running through a river and whatever else. And then we go back, and now it's Rooker with flowers, as I like uh, to call yes, it. Yes, this is the flower so, scene. Rat poison, rat kill Rooker. He's got a pair of uh, what I would like to call, sorry I inadvertently poisoned your child flowers. <laughs> yeah, just such a lovely bouquet. You yeah. Know, just says everything he wants to say. And he <laughs> gives it to Davy's mom. And uh, I don't think they've forgiven him, but at least they're softening to it. Uh, Rooker's mustache is incredibly droopy. He's just, so sad. Yeah, he's just, you know, reformed Rooker. Reformed Rooker, that's right. <laughs> We're in stage three Rooker yeah. here. <laughs> it's a stage three Rooker. <laughs> <laughs> um, but fortunately, the hobo arrives at the vet's office. Yeah, I wonder if he got, like, went to the wrong door at any point, like, that's showed right. up at the wrong house, was like, oh, not he this one. a little one. side adventure <laughs> right. that we'll get, like, down the line. <laughs> There'll be a comic book version, you know. That's right, <laughs> We got the expanded hobo universe. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> so the hobo comes in. He's got the antidote and a pouch around his neck. And then I don't know if you noticed this, but there's a, a really strange cut to the clock. Yes. There's like a tight shot on the clock to a zoom out of Davy and the vet. And the clock reads 724. And all I can think of was 724, time of death. <laughs> <laughs> so, that so would morbid. be a twist. Wow. Like, <laughs> you didn't make it in you time. You didn't make it, Obo. That's, that's how you open a season right, right there. And that's like his origin story now, right? Like that's this kid right. has died and he has to go. And, and he doesn't quite <laughs> right. make it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. But uh. the kid's alive. The sweaty child actor. Just he twitches his fingers. Yep. You know, the finger twitch. But yep. you know he's okay. <laughs> um, yeah. And Davey wakes up. Yep. And the hobo leads the parents and Rooker over. And we get a, re- a delightful shot of the child kind of like coming to and the child sees the hobo and he immediately like karate chops the dog in the face. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just like wham. It's it clearly like a two-year-old or three-year-old that does not know how to pet a dog. Nope. Like he's got a knife edge karate chop going on and yes. he's just like. The hobo is trying to take it patiently. Like you can tell he's taking everything he can Jim. he can muster not to like bite this kid. And the kid's just like haphazardly like chopping him in the eyeball. Like uh yeah, that's a professional right there, that dog, you know. Yeah. I think he should get the paid the most. Absolutely. Yeah. Hundred percent. The antidote cures Davy. Everyone's happy. Ray gives Susan the call. He says, I landed outside of town. I'm gonna come back real soon. She says Please do essentially <laughs> I, like something along those lines. You know, don't don't rush, but everything's <laughs> good. good here. Everyone's healthy and happy, and then um, that wraps up that that little storyline because we get the final scene of the show, um, which is outside the vet's office, and it's Susan nursing uh, one of the little yes. mountain lion cubs. She's got a little bottle, um, and Ray is talking to Cal Rooker on the phone. Now reformed Rooker. Yes. Who, <laughs> and he basically says, you know, thanks, Cal. I appreciate it. And he talks to Susan. And he says, Cal's getting rid of all his traps and all his poison. He's taking it all back. any of those. None of yeah. them. <laughs> None of that. So now the animals are going to run wild. <laughs> right. Some, you know, rabies or anything. No. Or, you know, fair. Nah. No. no. Coyotes eating your hands. Yeah. It's all good. 
<laughs> Survival of the fittest. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Sit out in your yard with your shotgun. <laughs> um, and then we get, like, I knew maybe something was happening with the vet and, and oh, Ray. Oh, you didn't know right away? I didn't know right oh, away. come on. They had such vibes. <laughs> uh, maybe it was me. Maybe it was the acting. <laughs> but <laughs> Ray goes over to uh, Susan, says, have you reconsidered my proposition essentially like yeah. reconsider your position mm-hmm. and she says well i'm thinking about it <laughs> and then so we coy. get the most nose squishiest kiss oh, just smashing just, faces just noses <laughs> just bashing off noses and uh and it goes on for quite a while it goes a long time yeah and the littlest hobo pieces out immediately <laughs> he's like all right i'm gone yeah i'm not that kind of dog <laughs> i don't want to be involved in this <laughs> yeah not my scene, um, guys. <laughs> he he just he leaves. Yep. And Runs surprisingly, Ray is okay with this. He yes, he's like, what does he say? He says he came or he oh, left. He left the, the same, same way, way he came, came out of a, a cloud, cloud of smoke. smoke. Although there's no smoke. There's no smoke. And <laughs> I want I put it down here early glaucoma. <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> I mean, ray looks like he might be in his 40s he say, might want to go get his eyes uh, checked he, right yeah there's yeah if he thinks he sees smoke he sees smoke that's um yeah mm. or maybe it goes back to the arson thing you know he just yeah he sees smoke everywhere everywhere that's right he's setting these fires <laughs> the animals didn't start this fire I'm i did 100 percent behind the theory that he started that fire okay yeah well yeah. he's a forest ranger funding <laughs> right gotta keep us around exactly gotta keep his job i gotta be able to joyride this airplane <laughs> right <laughs> gotta take my best girl susan up <laughs> right <laughs> Gotta have give, give, show her a good time, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And then uh, Ray delivers the final line of the show, which is such a good stoic Shatner. Uh, yep. And he deadpan. He, I think again, he waits a couple of seconds. This is a school of acting I'm not familiar with. So, but <laughs> nope. he he takes his time and he says, "Goodbye, smoke." Goodbye, smoke. <laughs> and. That's the end of the episode. And scene. And we get the <laughs> final credits. Uh, that theme song. I was going to say, theme song kicks in. Oh, that catchy, catchy theme song so starts good. up. <laughs> and the littlest hobo, he's on his way. <laughs> he's off to another town. Yeah. Another stupid child. <laughs> <laughs> that is the episode. Yeah, it was not what I expected. Me either. No. <laughs> I, I don't know what I expected, but uh, it was... I, I enjoyed it. Yep, yep. It was fast-paced. They crammed a lot in. There's a lot going on, um, but there's some very questionable things <laughs> happening. <laughs> yep. Yep. Some uh, good old 70s animal abuse. Yeah. Yep. I, we should probably start an animal abuse meter. <laughs> yes. We'll come up with a clever name, like the hobo... We'll think of a name for, for something. We'll come, well, then maybe the next episode, yeah. we'll come up with something. I'm going to give this episode a four out of 10. A four out of 10? A four out of 10. I'm thinking zero is no animal abuse. Yep. And 10 is like somebody died. Catastrophic like animal abuse. Dog died. This is definitely a four out of 10, mostly for the parachute jump. Yes. And the landing off the parachute jump, but also that I can't get over that flaming log. <laughs> The f- yes, the flaming log was for me. It's the cougar or the mountain lion, right? Like, 
That was a real mountain lion. It is. Something was going on there. So I'm going to say six. You're going to six out of ten. Okay. So we'll average it out to a five out of ten for animal abuse. (laughs) Right in the middle. (laughs) Right in the middle. That's good. Good start. (laughs) Good start. Yeah. Just wetting our appetite, I guess, for future episodes. What's going to happen next? Yeah. (laughs) How can they top him parachuting out of a plane? I don't know if they can. (laughs) That was just mind-blowing. I was, like, yelling at my computer. Like, (laughs) What? What? (laughs) (laughs) Who is this dog? Where did he come from? (laughs) Where is he going? (laughs) What is his story? I need to know. Well, we have six whole seasons (laughs) to find out. I really hope they do like an origin episode. Oh, that'd be amazing. Right? They just flash back to his life as a puppy. And he's raised by mountain lions. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) <laughs> living in the woods it's like a tarzan scenario yeah you know part tarzan part rambo <laughs> yes it's perfect <laughs> yeah well if it doesn't exist if we get to the end of six seasons of the littlest hobo we'll do it ourselves we're doing it absolutely. ontario arts council here we come <laughs> that's our pitch that's right our Canada, elevator maybe, pitch we'll have to go higher we'll have to go to the canada arts council and hundred fifty thousand dollars to make our own littlest hobo prequel movie yes also with vin diesel and the rock one, yes oh, and jason statham and uh, yeah all absolutely of them. yes it's basically it's just going to turn into the expendables <laughs> with the littlest hobo <laughs> yes. in cars uh so fast and furious meets the expendables meets the littlest hobo that's the elevator pitch yep i'm on board okay yep i'll start tweeting the rock <laughs> <laughs> yes everyone please tweet the rock <laughs> right. for the littlest hobo prequel movie <laughs> hashtag littlest hobo prequel movie <laughs> Hashtag Rooker and the Rat, Rat Kills. kills. Yeah, somebody yep. make like an album cover. We <laughs> will do the soundtrack for the Littlest Hobo prequel yeah. movie. I don't know how to play a whole lot, but I will learn. Just get a synthesizer and just start yep. hitting some keys. Well, we got to get those 70s horns in there Absolutely. too. Absolutely, yep. Danger Disco. I'm sure there's no copyright on that. Yeah, no, good. 100% in the clear. <laughs> just steal it off the internet. So it sounds like we both had a pretty good time with this episode. I quite enjoyed it. Are yes. you... Are you looking forward to the next episode? I absolutely. That teaser they showed at the end yes. just made it look very exciting. The <laughs> they run a little teaser at the end of every episode. The next episode is called Manhunt Part One. They start like starting strong. They're doing a two parter. Two parter, that's right. <laughs> Would you like a synopsis of Manhunt Part uh, One? Yes, please. Okay. It says <laughs> Hobo helps Tom Malone, an innocent man wrongfully accused of murder escape the clutches of a sheriff and his bloodhounds. <laughs> Ooh. So I'm thinking we might get a little dog-on-dog action here. You'd hope so. Bloodhound versus hobo. Who wins? Straight up hobo fight. <gasps> hobo fight. <laughs> hobo fight. <laughs> Who would you have fight from this episode? Who would your... your... Oh, if Who... we could pick people to fight? Yes. Other people than people we want to fight? Both. <laughs> okay, I want Rooker to fight the mountain lion. <laughs> yes. <laughs> With or without the trap. Oh, I think you have to put the trap on Rooker. <laughs> or no, give Rooker the trap. Yeah. So right. Mountain Lion wins if he kills Rooker. Yeah. Rooker wins if he gets the trap on the Mountain Lion. Uh, I like that. Yeah, yes. so stakes are high. <laughs> yeah, that's. I'm trying to think. I feel like Susan should fight someone. Davy's like, mom? <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's like an episode of Glow. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I don't know who I'd pull it for in that. <laughs> I, I really like Davy's mom, though. Right? She seems really cool. She does. She seems like she's got a really... You know, hard life, but she's a cool woman. And I bet she doesn't smush her nose against you when you kiss. Probably she doesn't give that. that she's not a vibe. nose smusher. No. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like Susan has like a real like 
kind of dark side, like a real. Well, she's a vet, vet. so she's definitely yeah. got like a blow dart with some <laughs> right some drugs in it, just on the standby. <laughs> just got that needle ready. <laughs> yeah, she's she's set to go. <laughs> yeah, take her down. Oh, That's that would right. be so- next episode of Glow. <laughs> <laughs> Susan versus Davy's mom. mom. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Cool. And that's been Hobo Fights. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed. Yeah. Uh, anything else to say about this episode before we uh, before we wrap this up? Uh, honestly, it was insanity, and I loved pretty much every second of it. It okay. blew my mind. I, not what I expected at all. Everyone should watch it. Well worth watching. Absolutely. Look it up on YouTube. <laughs> give it a watch. 23 minutes of your life you will not regret. That's right. <laughs> Uh, as opposed to this podcast, which is probably about 50 minutes of your life. <laughs> and you will regret. <laughs> will regret. <laughs> if you well, made it this far, congratulations. <laughs> yes, thank you very much for sticking <laughs> with us. Well, I think that's that's it for the episode then. I feel, probably. yes. We're going to have to figure out some sign-off, you know. I have a sign-off written down, but I don't know if it's any good. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> okay. Um, hold on. Let me, uh, usually you have to go into it naturally. I know, right? I'm just throwing you into it. <laughs> ah! Okay, well. I have been Stefan. And I have been Katie. Right. And until next time, hop on that train, fellow hobos. We'll see you at the next stop. That's beautiful. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you. It's been two weeks right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's your masterpiece. Bye, folks. (laughs) 